Hi there, I'm Barry Forward, and welcome to the Reboot Forward podcast. This is the podcast where we take a deep dive into the wonderful world of change, reinvention, transformation, and just plain doing something different. In particular, how it impacts the people who go through that change, what they've learned from their journey through change, and ultimately, what has allowed them to reboot forward. My guest today on this, the launch episode of the podcast, is my good friend, Trevor Bird. I'm honored and happy that Trevor agreed to join us on the podcast. He is an amazing guy and one of the strongest and most passionate men that I know. I'm just so glad he turned up today to talk to us. Trevor is one of the preeminent chefs in Canada. He's worked in kitchens all around the globe, including Ottawa's National Arts Centre. He has a couple of restaurants in Vancouver that he started, including the popular Fable Kitchen that he currently runs in Vancouver in the city in Kitsilano. He was also a two-time finalist on Top Chef Canada. This is a guy who's making things happen in his business. He's all about great food. He's high energy and he brings his absolute full game to everything that he does. But most importantly, he is quite simply someone who just cares and he gives back to his community at every chance he can get. His story to where he is today is a testament to that. So let's dive right in Here's my conversation with Trevor Bird. So my question to you is, when you were, I don't know, 10, did you look for a life that had you in Chip Wilson's house? Would that be the ultimate kind of arrival that you've, you've, you have making a million dollars a day and you've got a house with servants and a Bentley butler? Uh not so much the servants part, but I definitely had a vision of having a nice house with nice cars and being able to do what I want when I want. And you know what? That this house in West Van is is probably maybe the closest thing I'll get to that in Vancouver. So I'm I'm stoked that I'm going to get a chance to live that. What What is it about the house? Is it the size? Is it the opulence? Is it the cars? What is it that uh, makes that attractive? Space, comfort. Um, like, as you know, that I grew up in a really shitty situation and did not have a comfortable house, uh, that was filled with, um, you know, abuse and it was, it was not a finished house. There was exposed electrical sockets, exposed plywood floors. I also got splinters in the house. It was really uncomfortable, you know, and not just splinters in my skin, but also emotional splinters. Um, and I had some friends that just didn't have that. Like they just lived a, a you know, I'm going to quote normal life. And I was just always played that comparison game of like, oh man, I want what they have. Like, why can't I have like a carpeted basement that with like a big screen TV? And why can't I have this and that and the other thing? And I was like, fuck, I, I, I want that stuff. So I'm going to get it. So what kind of tweezers did you use or are you using to get rid of those emotional splinters? <laughs> you, Barry, you. Um, a community support, uh, definitely a, a huge part of it is just a supportive community. Because it sounds like, uh, you know, when you, the, the picture you paint there of, uh, of your childhood, it sounds, you know, I mean, it just, you've, you, here you are, it's your age now, you've plowed through it. There must've been something in place that allowed you to get those splinters out. 
And was is that something that you fell into? Did you find it? What what brought about that big kind of emotional tweezer, the giant emotional tweezer that landed in your lap? Yeah, I think that uh, the discomfort, like the, the, the splinters got so many and so big and so overwhelming that it was just so uncomfortable that I, I needed to let them out somehow. And, you know, when you take them out, you're like, oh, God, that feels better. Oh, God, that feels better. And uh, the, the sec- almost like the day, like I've been with you in, in circles since day one. And the day that I sat in a circle and was allowed a safe space, a safe space to take one of those splinters out. And I don't know if you remember that, but I remember pretty clearly, I was like, we were talking about keeping things in the closet and not talking about um, certain things in our lives um, because we don't want to come off as a certain way. And I told this, I told a pretty like big story that I've never told anybody else before. Cause I was like, Oh, I got fucking a closet full of those. Which one should I pick? So I, so I just went for one of them and, and when I, when I said it, like, I, I just noticed, like, my body was freaking out and the bodily sensations behind that. And I was shaking and I was, like, scared. And, but I was excited because I was like, fuck, I don't want to live with this anymore. And, like, when, when I let that story out, it was, it was taking out that, that first splinter. And it was like, holy shit, that felt really good. Like, and you guys, and, and the, the, the men in the room didn't, didn't judge me for it. They didn't shame me for it. They didn't. They didn't make me feel like less of a man. They were just like, yeah, that, that sounds hard. Like, wow. And I've never, ever been validated before in my life. Ever. Like, that, that I can recall. I'd never had, like, my personal experience been taken nicely. So when it was, it was, it was just such a beautiful feeling of, like, whoa, this is what a community and support looks like with people that, that truly see me for who I am. And, uh... You, yeah, you wandered into that path. You, you got yourself into that position to have that experience. And I, I, I'm just, you know, we're, we're sitting here, we're going to talk about my podcast here in a moment, but I, what I, I'm always curious, I'm just curious as to what brought us there. What was the galvanizing moment that said, Hey, this is something I'm going to do. Sitting in that room or telling the story. Getting to that room. Getting to that room. Yeah, it, it would just be mistake after mistake after mistake and not knowing what to do with that and not not having guidance in what to do with that. It takes everybody comes at it from a different place and everybody is different uh, in terms of how they move forward through this. Trevor Bird has uh, his approach. Uh what if you had some thoughts for somebody who was considering and wrestling with these things? What would you suggest to them as a way to kind of inch toward that shift, that change, or that opening of a door, or the splinter removal as you described it? <laughs> um, if I, I mean, if you feel confused and unsure and um, not confident, and days are a struggle and you find yourself breaking down emotionally a lot and your emotions are running your life. It's just about finding the groups out there that are willing to support you and believing that there's groups out there is a really hard thing to come to terms with as well. Um, Cause it's not easy for men to ask for help. It's not easy to receive help um, when it does exist. But I mean, it, 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 
it it's there and uh i mean i don't know i don't know what to say besides for it feels so good once you start to uncover it and start to give it some air and start to give it light on your darkness and you know it's it's a hard step to get there but once you start it it just your your life you can start to take control of your life again and uh yeah, there's there's plenty of help out there. It's just about knowing where to look. And people that don't have that help don't know where to look. So I, I mean, the best thing I could say is reach out and I can hopefully connect you with some of those pieces. Well, let's let's talk about the whole process of change and and, and movement shifts. Uh, my podcast, uh, Reboot Forward, is what I'm calling it. Uh, I, I kind of showcased this to you and you said, hey, that's bang on. What do you what do you think about just kind of the general topic change and how people manage it? Is it something that's done well? I mean, I don't think it's 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 done well because as I was saying before, it's like if you if you're stuck with all these emotions and stuck with this darkness that you don't know how to talk about and you don't know how to bring to light, you know, you've probably surrounded yourself with a community that doesn't allow you to. That doesn't allow you to speak about it in a safe place where it's okay to have your experience. A lot of that, a lot of that is conditioned and you, you create your environment around that. So I would say, yeah, like it's not done very well because you don't know how to do it. It's you have to be trained and you have to be open, have an open mind to the people around you to allow you to open up. And um, I would say that, you know, having coaches and, uh, people to help you get to where you want to be is is such a valuable thing in life, and uh, it's generally not known how to do it. So I'm not going to say it's it's better to have a coach, but it's not known how to change. You you kind of allude to it in there a little bit about safety, the safety of uh, having the trust in the people around you, and uh, I'm I'm really fascinated with uh, the kind of the that commitment to. To finding that person, doing all this, all the things you just talked about are really kind of uh, interesting and opportunities that are out there. But how do I get as the the person wanting to do this, wanting to go there to a place where I could really feel safe in that environment? How do you how do you get to feeling safe? Uh, how do you get like it, it's one thing to pick up a, I, I can go on Google it and find out some names and there'll be some coach put something up there. How did you, how did you get to a place where you could actually trust the people you're with to to help you through that journey? Because it's a pretty personal journey. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, I think that gr- I think that starting in for for myself, starting in a group was very beneficial. A group coaching session or a group therapy session and all it takes is that one guy to be vulnerable and then that really starts to set the stage and open up into oh man i've experienced that oh i've been through that and it just starts off this this whole like neurokinetic pathway of like i've been there i've done this if he's done it it's okay for me if this guy's sharing so vulnerably i can probably do that too he's not getting shamed i'm not getting shamed either and it's like, you know, even, you know, if you're, if you're talking about a one-on-one session, because some people want to, um, you know, some, some people want to, uh, sorry about that. It's got a call there. I'm going to put my phone on airplane mode. Um, people that 
that don't feel comfortable in a group setting, it sometimes helps to hear somebody else share their experience in a group. In a one-on-one group setting, I think it's very much so the job of the coach to create that safe environment through asking meaningful, meaningful questions, through facilitating good conversation where, you know, you give a little bit, you give, you don't have to give your whole story, but you give a little bit to open up the, the state of like, hey, this is what it's about. This is what I want. This is what I want the conversation to look like in this room. So one of the questions I ask everybody who's coming on the podcast is, uh, I, and it's kind of a general question, but I just, I'm curious is what significant event, idea, person launched you into making the changes that uh, you made in your life to bring you where you are today? Oh, um, you know, I'm going to keep on going back to the the environment of community and allowing myself to share very vulnerably and open my my deepest darkest secrets and making them okay and i'm not you know i'm not ostracized because of them but i'm accepted because of them and you know we we all share a part in that and when i've when i've said a lot of my deepest darkest experiences and shared them in a group setting you know that usually sets off somebody else and then they feel okay to share their deepest darkest secrets and you know, a lot of them are, are similar, you know, whether it's abuse or, uh, you know, addiction, or it's like, it's like, we, we all struggle with these things or having an, a parent that are either of those things. And, you know, like we, we, there's a common thread between a lot of people and, and traumatic experiences that kind of tie us all together. Where do you think the power uh, to make that shift came from within you? Where did it come from? Just it was you were born with it? What how did you get there? Yeah, I don't think that I was born a leader. And I definitely don't think that it came up from a young age. If anything, uh, I was armoring up from a young age and making sure that like external circumstances couldn't affect me as I got older. So um, I believe that leadership is, is taught and we have to learn how to lead. It's not something that we uh, just know how to do. And for sure, you can be brought up in environments that encourage leadership and get put in programs that that help foster leadership. But I definitely think there is a a formula behind it that uh, that we need to kind of prescribe to to be our best selves and to be the best, most authentic leader to our people and ourselves. Um, so, you know, I would say that where did that come from is I, I for for myself, my my own personal story is a lot of pain and. Uh, not knowing and opening myself up to experiences uh, to learn new things and to try to be more comfortable in my own skin because it's been majority of my life has been fairly difficult. So when you, you, you were talking about leadership and that it's a learned skill, something you weren't born with, what do you believe are the skills, the attributes, the characteristics of that you need to be a leader in your life? Um, I'm going to use the, I love the term being a self-led man or a self-led person, um, a self-led woman, uh, somebody that, that is aware of their surroundings, aware of their emotional state, aware of their triggers and can take the time to respond as opposed to react. Um, somebody that can look at situations objectively without putting their stories and biases into 
what is happening in every scenario. So if you could, if you could go back in time, go back in yeah. time and do a, have a do-over in any aspect of your life or your career, what would it be and why? <laughs> uh, this is going to be a vulnerable moment for me. Uh, so I, uh, I have been cooking and in the food and beverage world for 23 years now. And because of a very long path of, uh, it, it was written in my fate that I would end up in kitchens due some, to some very unfortunate circumstances. Um, it would be not to get involved in, in restaurants. Uh, and I, I, it would, it's, it's a, goddamn hard industry it doesn't allow much time for family and uh it's just it's just always a struggle but i was set up for it because this is where i thrived because my whole life was a struggle so it was just like it was it was just going from point a to point b of like yep this this is right this is comfortable every day is hard and now every day is hard and that's just the way life is so you know uh now that i'm kind of seeing that for what it is um it would definitely be to, you know, I, I work extremely hard and I have a, uh, this, this energy behind me and things that I do. And I, I kind of wish that it was in something a little bit more sustainable than, uh, the, the food and beverage full service restaurant. I love you, man. And I, I just, I think the the question that just keeps popping into my brain as you're talking there is who would Trevor Bird be today without that journey? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm 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 very grateful for the path that I led, and I'm very grateful for everything that has taught me, and I'm I'm so thankful for where I'm at today because you know today I am the absolute in the best place I have ever been in my life. I am the happiest I've been. I necessarily don't have it all, but I mean, like, I mean, when I say have it all, I mean, you know, I don't have all the money. I don't have, uh, you know, nice nice. Um, materialistic things. I don't have a lot of materialistic things. Uh, I have an amazing family. I'm surrounded by a community that loves me. I love my community. Uh, you know, like I, I would, I wouldn't change anything. It's just, I'm not, I'm just not hiding the fact that it was, it was extremely challenging. So here we are in 2020 and you know, it's, uh, the Trevor bird that I know and is, is just, uh, such an amazing, individual ready to dive into his own personal demons, let alone uh, talk about uh, and help other folks get through theirs. Where do you see, uh, having gone through all this, having gone all through the life that you've got, you know, what's next for you? What do you see as uh, the opportunity for Trevor Bird moving forward? Uh, through the whole process of everything we've been talking about, one thing that I am extremely passionate about is business leadership empowering people, um, adding value to people's lives, uh, having maximum reach and, and touch on people's lives. And, um, I, you know, it's, it's about building a business. I mean, it would be, you know, I'm still very in love with food, um, just not in the way of a restaurant. And I think that it can touch a lot of people's lives. And it's just about trying to fuse all of these things together that I absolutely love into something that propels me forward in a healthy grounded state as an opposed into a 
state of lack or a state of being not good enough, which is where a lot of the restaurant stuff comes from for me. One one thought, as I hear you, uh, you know, in terms of role models, people have all kinds of challenges in front of them, and people wrestle through all kinds of demons and all that stuff. And when I hear your story, I get inspired. I'd inspired. Uh, there's there's a lot of hope out there for someone who's had it quite shitty, as you say. Uh, no. Would you spread that? I mean, would that be something that you would say to somebody who looks at their life and going, "What the hell?" Yeah, thank you. That's really kind of you to say. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I do, I'm a firm believer in the universe has a direction for us and it does give us what we need when we need it. And we are exactly where we need to be. You know, I could lay out many beautiful stories of how the universe brought me to where I was today. Um, if it wasn't for the restaurant, I would not be married to the woman that I'm married to and have such an amazing relationship with. I would not have my beautiful son, who I am more in love with every single day. Um, I wouldn't have the opportunities that I've had. I wouldn't have traveled the world the way I did. Uh, you know, like it, it, it was an absolute beautiful experience. And when you think you're eating a shit sandwich over and over again, it is all for the greater good. And it's about how we look at that. And it's it's a matter of how long it takes us to actually get there. But it's it's all happening for a reason and it's all there to make you a better person. I know you're taking the path. I happen to know a little bit about you on this and you're taking a path to becoming a, a coach of your own, a coach uh, for folks. Uh, how does someone get in touch with you? What's the way to connect with Trevor Bird? Uh, I've been pretty easy to connect with on social media. Uh, Chef Trevor Bird on Instagram uh and you can just google my name and there's probably endless ways to get in touch with me but generally if you're a random out there that just want to touch this base it's probably social media is the best way to go you can facebook me instagram uh, and those are pretty much my two major platforms well thanks for listening along to my conversation about change resilience and knowing yourself with trevor bird if you were interested in the work of trevor as he reinvents himself in a new entrepreneurial direction, or as a coach, he's easy to find on Instagram at Chef Trevor Bird. And he's worth every second of the time it takes to track him down and write him a direct message. When it's all up and running, you'll be able to find links to all guests and episodes of the Reboot Forward podcast at RebootForward.com. Again, I want to thank you so much for listening. And if you know of anyone you think has an amazing story of change, transformation, and reinvention, drop me a message on LinkedIn and I'll get back to them. Until next time, let's reboot forward. Reboot forward.